0: Hey guys and welcome back to another episode of So Extra. So, thank you guys so much for tuning in with me for another week. I'm glad you guys are back. All of my listeners, I love you guys, each and every single one of you. I do. Because you make my dream worth it. Thank you for listening. Anyway, I hope you've had a great week. Continue to have a great week. Hope you've got everything done that you need to get done. Hope you've um, you know, Hope you've done the right thing. I just, that's what I want you guys to do during the week is do the right thing. And by do the right thing, y'all know what the right thing is to do. Like if you got a dream and you're working on it and you're sitting here scrolling on, you know, Twitter and stuff like that. And you know, you should be working on your thing, your dream. Do the right thing. Get off, off your ass and work on it. I tell myself, this is how I talk. This is how I talk to myself. Like mentally on the inside, this is how I talk to myself very rude and aggressive with my own self so don't get offended if I'm rude and aggressive with you it's just how I roll it's just how I speak it's how I communicate it is what it is it's coming from a place of love so you know I just want everyone to do the right thing all right whether that's do the right thing by not cursing out your boss see See how that works? You're doing the right thing because you get to keep your job. If you're doing the right thing by not beating the shit out of your kid because you're trying to, you know, develop a sense of emotional intelligence and everything and you're trying to, you know, figure out ways to punish them without spanking them, look at you doing the right thing. If you did not smack the shit out of your husband for leaving his towels, his wet towels on the bed for the one hundred and seventy millionth and seventy millionth time, like me, congratulations, look at you doing the right thing. So anyway, I'm pretty sure why you guys are here is because you want to know what I'm going to be talking about this week. And this week, we're just going to keep it kind of simple. I know last week I introduced uh, a segment called the uh, Side Eye Awards, but I'm playing with the title of stuff, all right? Because, as I said... I'm still working out the kinks in my show so you know you guys can work out the kinks with me and as I said also in the info section of my podcast I do have a link to all of my social medias so you guys can interact with me there and you can give me um you know ideas hints helpful constructive criticisms of what you think I may or may not need to do what you like what you don't like I want to hear from you I want to know Alright, so look it up, alright? Look it up. And I'm gonna say it again. If you wanna follow me on ignore that, that's um, if you wanna follow me on Twitter, it is I'm at at Capri Jazz and Capri is spelt like Capri Sun C-A-P-R-I, and then J A S. Not Z, not Y S. J A S. Okay. It is at Capri Jazz and the handle is I'm tired because y'all really do make me tired. Like I'm I'm tired of a lot of shit that's really really that simple so um if you want to hit me there you can also you can hit me there but also as I said if you go to the info section where it talks about like what my podcast talks about I have it already linked there um with what my uh social media handles are for you to find me to interact with me there but anyway so this week um we're going to be talking about I'm giving out my dummy of the week award I'm still playing with names But you know it's it was called the side eye, side eye of the week But whatever we're going to call it Dummy of the week Until I change it again Until I've come up with a name that I really really like So bear with me but we're going to be doing our dummy of the week award um, Also we're going to be talking about um, Monique and her problematic statements Just I love Monique, but sometimes she does a lot. Like, sometimes she says things that just makes me go, "Mm. Mm mm-mm. Girl, why you say that? Girl, why you say that? Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. Then we're going to be talking about Malia Davis. And if you don't know who Malia Davis is, again, we're going to be talking about her. So, you know, tune in. And we're going to be talking about her case and my opinions on it all the information that you need to know about the case so far uh yeah because it's a lot and I'm trying to reserve my emotions but there are a lot of negative emotions that I have about this case and that mama and that ex-fiance and we gonna get into it oh trust and believe me and then we're gonna be talking About how apparently we're living in 1962 again. We're living in 1942. We're living in 1932, 1952. Point is, we're living back in an era where you know we're still because we're still having discuss things like women's rights. Like we're still talk we're still talking about whether or not I as the person carrying the baby has a choice. On what to do with my own body. Like, we're still talking about that. Like, whether or not I have the right to do what I want to do with my body. We're still talking about that. So. I'm just really at a loss for words. Like, really, the whole situation really just, it, it, it. It awakens something in me, and it's and it's and it's a little it's a lot of anger. It is a lot of anger. So, excuse me if I get a little rowdy, little rhyer ah in my podcast, because uh, it really bothers me. Like it really just it just bothers me to my fucking core. Like uh uh-uh. uh, I'm not with the shit. I'm not the shit. Really about the British. Who? We're gonna be talking about the abortion shit, the heartbeat bills, Missouri, Alabama, Georgia, all, all of y'all, we, all of y'all, all y'all states, just line it up because I'm spanking every single one of y'all. All of y'all need to get spanked, and y'all gonna get spanked with these words today. Also, I listened to, I listened to Meg The Stallion's uh, album mixtape. Honestly, I really didn't pay attention to which was which. All I know is that. I was alerted via my Twitter and then also YouTube because I subscribed to her channel. So YouTube also let me know. So I had to listen to that. And then, oh, I just love it. I just love it. I just love it. I just love it. I just wanted everyone to just, I just wanted to put that out there and tell everyone, go and listen to it. Go listen to Meg The Stallion's Fever right now after you get done listening to this podcast. That's exactly, you better not, you better keep your hand. And you better keep this app, however, you listen to this podcast open. All right? Okay, don't pause it to go listen to Meg The Stallion. You listen to me first, then you go to Meg The Stallion, okay? Thank you. All right, y'all, let's hop on into it. my next section is called the problematics and these are people who were contenders to be uh the dummy of the week which probably will change names so just bear with me here um but they were people who could have won potentials for the dummy of the week award but we're gonna start with uh Honestly, this week I really only have one problematic because there really hasn't been too many things that I've been paying attention to this week that have really been that problematic besides the things, the other things that we're going to be talking about in my podcast already. So we're just going to go ahead and name Monique as a problematic because she went to her comedy show and told all the black women in the audience or the women because I'm pretty sure there are white women up in there too, but she was talking to black women. Um, that we should allow black or black kangs to have side chicks because the idea that a black man can be faithful is an idea rooted in white supremacy. And that is when I confirmed that Monique does does crack occasionally. That's the reason why she has gotten so skinny. Uh, that is the reason why you see this new and improved Monique. It's because the crack is now eating her brain. Like, I mean, if we're just being honest here. Monique has always had um, a little bit of hotepness in her blood. It has been. Like, imagine hotepetry being a really ugly, sweaty ball sack. And everybody else, usually, you know, the hoteps and the hoteptresses, they just be on the sack and just sucking, just teabagging the hell out of that thing. Just sucking it, sucking, 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 sucking. And then Monique, she's a different breed of hotepness because she doesn't fully put a whole mouth On the sack, okay. She just takes like she pinches like the little like between the two little balls area, like she pinches that part, and then she like puts she pinches it so a little bit of the sweat juice comes out, and she puts it in her coffee. So she usually has like coffee, you know, you know, cream, sugar, hot peppery. That's how you know she maneuvers through her life, okay? Because if you've always noticed is that you know she's always she kind of sometimes someone pointed this out, so you know, and I kind of agree to a certain extent, that they had said that, um, if you notice every time Monique, she's in like her comedy skit, she always, she's really nice to black men, but black women, we are always bitches, hoes, whores, sluts. Like we are never, never, and anything nice. Like, I just want to know what I did to Monique that I can't even get a sis. I can't even get a ma'am. I can't even get a girl. Okay. I got to get bitch, hoe, you dirty whore. Like I don't, I, I I, you know. Sometimes I have moments like that where you know it's appropriate to call me that but every single time like Monique raised me shit. I've literally since since the time I was knee high to a grasshopper she been calling me a bitch. I'm kind of tired of it I'm just saying black men get called kings and brothers 24-7 and all I get called is a hoe. I'm just saying. I personally think that Monique does too much. I feel like she wants everyone to join in on her open marriage lifestyle and that's fine. You can have an open marriage because you know it's America. You can do the hell you want, but not everybody, their mama, want to be in an open marriage. So I feel like you know she should just eat her food quietly because then nobody asked her to give this opinions. Then nobody asked her to say nothing. Like when you, I feel this is just me. If I was in an open marriage, and if I wasn't one, y'all would hear that y'all would never know because like I said, it ain't y'all's business to know. But if I was in one, I'm not going around telling the whole world, "Hey, I'm in an open marriage. You should try it." Like, you know, like how the Jehovah's Witnesses go over to everybody's door and knock on their door and be like, let's learn about the Lord today, or, you know, no, that's not me. I'm not going around everyone's door talking about, hey, you should be in an open marriage. Hey, y'all should be in an open marriage. Hey, y'all should be in an open marriage. Hey, open marriage, open marriage, open marriage. I'm not going around doing that. And I feel like Monique does that a lot. And I really, I want her to, I want to know who made you the ambassador for open marriages. Shut up. Didn't nobody ask you, say nothing, eat your food. Do your skits and go home. Stop giving that advice that nobody asked for. Moving on. So my next topic that I'm talking about is Malia Davis. And if you don't know who Malia Davis is, we're about to find out. Uh, she's from Houston, Texas, or from Texas. And she has been missing for like the past two weeks. Originally, when the headline came out, it was that she was kidnapped by three men. And everyone was looking for her, looking for the men that supposedly kidnapped her. Uh, the more investigating that the police did into the stepfather, whose name is Dar- Dar- Darian Vence. He's 26 years old, and he's the ex fiance of... Malia's mother Brittany Um, so originally the stepfather reported that the mother Brittany went out of town for a funeral he was watching the kids he was on his way to the airport to come and pick her up and and somewhere in between there he got kidnapped by three Hispanic men then he was held for at least 24 hours according to his reports and then he was in he said he was in and out of consciousness then they took Malia, but they left him and his one-year-old son. After that, he then said he staggered or wandered into the hospital room where, um, to the hospital where he didn't even report, he didn't even report her missing until like a day later. So you get to the hospital, you don't report, I'm sorry, most people whose kids were kidnapped or if they were kidnapped or anything like that. That's the first thing they're going to say when they get to the goddamn hospital is I'm hurt and someone took my baby. Like, I don't know why you would wait a whole 24 hours to report a child missing but we're gonna as i said most times we're just gonna i'm just gonna put this out here as well is that um it is there are you know proven facts out there that really state that children are considered high-risk victims obviously because they belong to someone so someone's gonna come looking for them And when a child is kidnapped taken or anything like that most of the time if you don't find them within 24 hours of their disappearance they're they're the chances of you finding a body increases to almost at least 99%. It's like a 99% chance you're looking for a body at this point. Less than a 1% chance that you're not looking for a body, that your kid is still alive out there somewhere, most of the time. Um, So... The fact that he waited a whole 24 hours, I should have let y'all know right then and there the girl was gone. But if you want my opinion and everybody else at this moment, we've all said the same thing: we're looking for a body now. So he says that they took her, left him and his little one year old son. They went to the hospital, then they reported her missing a day later. Where I'm side eyeing the mother at is that she says, "Okay, so the you know the." She calls her mother because he didn't come get her. She comes to get him. Police at her house. She talking to, you know, her um, her ex-fiance, trying to figure stuff out. And my thing is this. If he's your ex-fiance, if he was your ex-fiance before you left for this trip, why the hell would you leave your ex-fiance alone with your kids? On top of the fact that CPS had come to this girl's woman's house on like two or three separate um, separate occasions, and she even CPS even removed the kids from her home because there was abuse going on. There was abuse going on to the point that their daughter, Mal- that uh, Malia, had to have brain surgeries, a few brain surgeries. Okay. Because of the abuse going on at that home, and if you want my opinion on who was abusing her, I believe the stepfather was abusing her, and maybe the mama. I don't really know if the mama was abusing her, but I, I know for a fact it was a stepfather. And you want to know what my facts? All my gut, my gut tells me that's, and we gonna take that as fact, all right. But so she says she has said in the police, and like when she when she was doing like one of those interviews and stuff, she was telling the um the police, she was like, I really. Thought something was off about his story, but I wanted to believe him and everything. And I'm like, I'm sorry. If my kid is missing and I come up to you and I say, what happened? And you tell me someone kidnapped me, but they left the one year old. And they just took Malia. I'm popping you in the head because that's a goddamn lie. It don't even make no goddamn sense. What sex traffickers do you know that wouldn't take both them babies? And leave him dead on the side of the road someplace? You thought, you thought that you had a dummy. You thought I didn't watch any episodes of Law and Order SVU. But I do. You thought I didn't watch no ep- episodes of Criminal Minds. But I do. But I do. Ooh, you thought, didn't you? Boo-boo. Who? Like, but anyway, so the parent, so the police are now looking for little Malia Davis and everything, and they start, you know, unraveling his story because there's holes in the story. Like I said, from the very goddamn beginning, there's holes in his story. Like they said, don't make sense that you know they kidnapped one baby but they left the other baby. It also, don't make sense that you waited 24 hours to report her missing and you kind of like walked into the hospital like it was a okay, like you weren't really that beat up and bruised and bangled and stuff like that as well um also let's talk about the fact that the cameras at her apartment complex caught him walking out with a big old laundry bag that was covered up with stuff and then he left and you know went to the car wherever he went with that laundry bag and then didn't come back with the laundry bag then came back to the house again then left the house again with some cleaning supplies and bleach what you need bleach for bruh what you need bleach for sir if unless you was trying to, unless you trying to cover up the fact that you killed somebody, that you killed a baby, that you killed a child, A child of God, you evil son of a bitch, evil man. So the police, you know, finally got on the same page that I've been on. That he, I think, this nigga did it. So they finally started, you know, trying to investigate this man. Correct? Yes, they did. so the evidence that is mounting up against this man is they found traces of human decomposition of human decomposition in his the trunk of his car um by a canine unit that is specifically trained to sniff out cadavers aka dead bodies so yeah i don't I don't know about y'all, but I just don't go around having dead body smell in the back of my trunk unless, you know, like I said, I killed something. And since I'm not a murderer, that smell is never in my car. <clears throat> also, they found blood stains that matched Malia Davis' DNA in his apartment. And again, why was Malia bleeding on your floor? Because you beat her and then you killed her. And then you cleaned up the blood. That's why you was looking for that can of bleach. That's why we saw you with that bleach, bro. Because you out here trying to clean up a murder scene, and you didn't even do it right. I'm glad you didn't do it right because I want, I want you to go to jail. I want you to go to prison, prison. I want, I want you to go to prison, prison. That's where I want you to be. So he's been charged with now um, tampering with evidence, namely a corpse. Uh, according to the police, they believe that more charges are gonna be coming soon, including murder one. The police don't want it. The police know at this point they're looking for a body, but no one really wants to say looking for a body. And apparently, as of uh from the last little report that I got, um, it states that the police are searching an area that Darion claimed to his. He told his mom apparently a year or so ago that this wooded area. That I guess is on one of his post stops. Um, he worked for the post office as well. So this wooded area that was cl- uh, that he passed, I guess, along his route with the post office, he said it- he told his mom like a year ago that it would be a good place to hide a body. So that's where the police are currently looking to try to find the body. But apparently, this- the search has been suspended until um, they can figure out like a target area because the area is so big. And this just is what I'm talking about, people. Like, this is what really bothers me about the whole thing. Because I her mother knew what he what he what she was dealing with. And she yet again chose a man over her kids. And that's all I keep. I don't understand women like that. Like, can y'all pick your kids? Can you pick you? I don't I like I don't get it. Pick your kids before you pick a man because I promise you there are men out here who will love your children like they're their own. Who will treat your children with with all the love and respect and admiration that you could possibly want from a man, you know, between a child and a man. Stop, Stop picking a man over your children because I promise you when you do that, it will always come back to bite you in the ass. It will always come back to bite you in the ass. Like, I just, the whole case pisses me off. It just pisses me off the fact that there's a dead little girl out there and I don't care y'all can sit and say that I'm not being positive I should be positive but at this point we know we know that girl is gone and we know that we're just waiting for the police to announce they found her body. I want the death I want the death penalty for that nigga. Because to me if you kill kids there's something wrong with you. Something not Really, Honestly if you kill anybody and it wasn't justified. Meaning you know. You got kidnapped and now you had, you had to stab, stab your attacker to get away. Well, that's justified. You had to kill in order to save yourself. Uh, someone attacks you and you have to kill them, you know, in order to save yourself. Like, those types of things where it's justifiable. Homicide. That's the only time, to me, murder is okay. I feel like if you commit murder, right, if you commit murder of an actual human being, of a person, um, something is off inside of you. I do think it kills your soul. Like, I think it does st- like you took somebody else's soul. How can it not taint your soul? So if you want my opinion, if you out here killing people, something's off with you. Something really off with you, unless it like I said, unless it was justified, I don't really think you have a really viable place or purpose here on this planet if you out here purposely killing people for no damn reason. Like I seen this episode, it's completely unrelated to um Malia, but I'd seen this episode of of America's First Forty Eight. And it was this episode where these like well, these dudes were at a trap house or whatever, and um, someone was coming over to buy some drugs. So, while they waiting for the dudes to come buy the drugs, um, one of these niggas in there decides while they waiting for these niggas that, we yeah, we're going to rob and kill them. For what? Because it's Tuesday. Like, you literally was just sitting there with your homeboys in the trap house, you know, doing what y'all do or whatever. Then someone decided in between there. Someone said, hey, someone coming over to get some stuff. And then one person says, you know, we should rob and kill them. Like, who... Who comes up with that? Who comes up with that type? Who, who's who? Like, you see what I'm saying? If you, you literally just took your Tuesday and said, you know what? I'm gonna commit murder today. There's something wrong with you. There's something off with you, and you should not be a part of society. I don't nope. So, Deron Vince, Mr. 26-year-old, I need, I need the death penalty. I want death, death. Guilty. <coughs> Guilty, he's guilty Guilty That cause you're too scared You go ahead and you go through with the whole pregnancy But you don't want it You don't You don't really love your child like that. You don't feel happy the entire time. Can you think about what that's doing to someone mentally? Like that is torture. You're literally treating her like she's a human incubator. And then you people want to sit here and come with the whole, um, well, what about adoption? Uh, What about child, like uh, there are plenty of people who would love to adopt a baby. That's why there's over 400,000 kids sitting in foster care system right now. But people want to adopt babies people adopt babies all the time. No, they don't. Cause if they did, again, there wouldn't be 400,000 plus children sitting in foster care as we speak if America really gave a shit. Like this is the thing that I keep trying to tell people is that America isn't, like some of these people in America and some of these politicians, y'all are not pro-life. You are pro-fucking-baby you only that's it you no matter of fact you ain't even pro baby you pro utero that's it pro utero that's it you care about the little baby when it's inside but y'all the same people these are the same people who made this law about you know getting rid of abortion these are the same people who also will vote to get rid of welfare vote to get rid of um th- they don't want free affordable health care for everybody they want you know pre- um you know they want the health care to go back to the way it was where we can be denied for pre-existing conditions all of that extra bullshit high-ass co-pays and bullshit These are the same people who do not care. You are not pro-life. You are pro-utero. Because the second that that baby is out of here, none of you are worried about who's going to take care of that baby. Only thing you care about is, oh, she pushed it out. Okay. It's breathing. Yay. Get out the hospital. Here's your bill, though, and pay it. Pay the bill. We need you to pay the hospital bill and take care of this baby. Nobody really gives a damn what happens to a child after it leaves the hospital. These lawmakers do not. They do not. Because if they did, if honestly, if we lived in, let me, let me just, let me settle myself down for a moment. Because if we lived in a world that really did, didn't, abortion was illegal, then here's what I need to see out of this world. I need to see free health care for women. I need to see that men, when a woman gets pregnant, I need to see a man on child support for this child. If, he, if he's not married to this woman, he needs to be, it needs to be a law that you need to be on child support. If you got a woman pregnant and it is your baby, you need to be on child support. From the second you find out she's pregnant because she needs that support. I also want um, child care to be extremely affordable. Matter of fact, there should be vouchers. Child care should be free. The government should be be providing child care for for its constituents because we're um abortion illegal so we should be if abortion is going to be illegal then we need to be making it easier for women to um take care and have babies because it's not it's not there are women literally out here right now working two to three jobs and welfare is telling that working one job and welfare is telling them they make too much but they really live in paycheck to paycheck do you like if we talk about how really expensive it is to put children in daycare that is not cheap it's not something cheap But yet we live in a world where we'll sit and tell a woman, oh, you got to have this baby, but we don't give a damn what happens to you after we have this baby. Which brings me to another goddamn point. These white-ass politicians who are out here making this law, when their mistress gets knocked up, I don't care if um, the Supreme Court didn't make abortion illegal, I guarantee you they'll be paying a doctor to get rid of that baby from their mistress, when The senator's daughter gets knocked up at prom and she comes and tells daddy, I'm pregnant. And daddy's like, oh, no, that could ruin your whole future. Oh, no, we can't have that. He'll pay for hers quietly. This is why I said that the law, the law is just really, it's really inherently sexist. It's anti-women. It's anti-everything. Like this does not, I don't understand how as a man that you could sit and make this decision. And some of the stuff that I am seeing on Twitter. And Facebook men talking about this one man said women you have six weeks so you should you telling me that in six weeks you have no idea that you're pregnant this is why this is why I say that y'all should shut your mouth because clearly you didn't pay attention in health class how are you gonna tell a woman how are you gonna tell a woman what she what she should know about being pregnant and you don't even have the equipment to even talk about to even talk about this game right now you don't even have the equipment sir what are you what are you doing Cause I'm telling y'all this, me with my first kid, I had no idea that I was pregnant. I really didn't. Like I'm, I'm, I did not think I was pregnant. I was sitting over there like, you know how you, apparently now that I know it now, but I was getting like, you know, um, implantation cramping. I guess, and that's like when I guess. Apparently the egg is attaching to like the uterine wall or whatever, but that's what I had like implantation cramping I thought it was my period so I used to like oh my first pregnancy when I would get those little implantation cramps I thought it was my period I would run to the bathroom so fast and be like oh my god my period yes Yes, 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 and nothing okay, so I didn't know and also here's another little tidbit of information It don't matter when the fuck you find out you pregnant if you're not a certain amount of weeks They're not gonna let you see a doctor like I found out I was pregnant with both, with my first kid, I was wasn't even I wasn't even a full four weeks pregnant when I found out I was pregnant. Cause like I said, my period was is on time by time. I was like four, maybe three weeks pregnant when I found out, but the doctor wouldn't see me until I was eight weeks because it's easier to see the heartbeat during that time. That's why, you know. But seeing is what men see when when men don't know things, they they don't know nothing, but they just be speaking. Loudly and wrongly and I don't understand why. I just want to know when When will we stop hating women? When will women stop being punished? I just want to know. I want to know, like Joe said, I want to know when we gonna love women. I wanna know, I wanna know when this bullshit gon' end. I wanna know, I wanna know why y'all so stupid. I wanna know, I wanna know why we having this conversation. Like, I'm really mad that I have to make this a part of my podcast because I really thought that America had, you know, grown the fuck up. (sighs) Oh, I'm going to take a breather, y'all, because I need a breather. I need a breather. I need a breather. The point is, is that all of these, all of all of these heartbeat laws are just gearing up to challenge Roe v. Wade. And I really feel like something deep inside of my spirit tells me that they are going to repeal Roe v. Wade. And here's what I'm going to tell everybody who is listening, who is pro-life. The blood is on your hands. The blood is on y'all's hands. Because that's what will happen. Blood. There will be blood in the water a lot of it and I hope y'all can live with yourselves with what you're about to do to women you're literally sending black women to their deaths you're sending white women to their deaths you're sending hispanic women to their deaths because if y'all really think that y'all can force a woman to be pregnant who? and it's sad the stories that are about to come out just so y'all will get it that you can't force a woman to have a baby like y'all would rather cut the women population in half just so you could for some for what for what this is why i say that this like I, I i i i'm i'm really just at a loss for so i'm at a loss for so many words i'm uh, my heart is heavy my heart is angry uh my it just i'm gonna just pray for us that's all i'm gonna do y'all i'm gonna just pray for us i didn't depress myself damn y'all so there's a war on women going on because all of these republican-run states namely let's name a few north dakota iowa kentucky mississippi ohio georgia missouri if that bill passes which we probably know it will, and alabama all of these states all have law all have abortion bans I know pause and silence because we're really still having this conversation in 2019 yes so apparently these are now called heartbeat bills Alabama's bill you can't have an abortion to believe it's six weeks uh you can only have an abortion up until six weeks which most women don't even know that they're pregnant by the time that six weeks comes around so as I said literally you just banned abortions that's that's all this is. like All of these states are trying to do is literally gear up to challenge Roe v. Wade. And I don't understand why lawmakers want to challenge a woman's, wo- a woman's right. Well, I'll tell you why. It's because we secretly hate women. And it's no coincidence either. Let me be very clear to y'all. It's not a coincidence that the most of these states, a lot of these southern states that have this anti-abortion law, it, these are states that have a high population of black women. And I'm gonna be very clear here too. Anti-abortion laws are inherently racist. And why is it racist? Because you know who it disenfranchises? It disenfranchises black people, brown people, and poor people. And who happens to make up poor people? Black and brown people. It is not a coincidence that these states are the same states that have a high population of black women, or the same states that are pay, that are passing these laws. And let me, let me, let me just. Give some more heat to the situation as to why it pisses me off because black women already have a 247% chance of either dying or having serious complications during childbirth. Due to what? Racism. So all of a sudden you mean to tell me that racism stopped and that when I go in here to have the baby that now America is forcing me to have, okay, that um, doctors all of a sudden aren't racist anymore. That suddenly my doctor is gonna look at me and see some value in my little nigger body. That they're gonna see some value in my nigger baby and gonna be like, you know, what? I wanna make sure this nigger baby lives. I wanna make sure this little nigger right here lives. No! 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 And it's not a coincidence either that these states. As I said, it's not a coincidence, these states are states with high population of black women. But also, what's on the flip side is they want you to have more babies so your children can go to prison. We can have it straight from the hospital to prison pipeline. That's exactly what they want. Hospital to prison. That's what they want. And also, I had read this study that was saying that apparently women aren't having enough babies to replace the human the, hum, the human population. Which is a fucking false fact because when you actually read the article, it was talking about how um, white women are not having enough children to populate their own ethnicity. So you mean to tell me, see that's what this is really about if you want my honest opinion. Really, lawmakers, white lawmakers all over the United States of America is scared because white women is like, you know what? I'm not really trying to get pregnant no more. I'm not. I'm good. I don't want no babies. And they're like, oh my God, the little black people and the and the and the Hispanics, they're gonna, um, you know, overpopulate us. Okay. So that's what's really happening, guys. If you want my honest opinion, what's really happening is is that white America is realizing that they're losing, you know, the populist vote and they don't want that to happen so now they're like listen here white bitches y'all are gonna have these babies because we cannot be out we cannot be outnumbered to these niggas and these hispanics we cannot we cannot so I blame I'm blaming white women I mean that's really petty of me I really don't blame white women I blame men because I I don't understand why men feel the need To even have a place in this conversation. Like I don't understand how a bunch of old ass white men can get in a room and decide what is best for my pussy. There were no women here. And what makes it worse about the Alabama thing is that it was a woman that signed it into law. And actually it was a white woman that signed it into law. And her pussy is too dusty to be worried about abortion. She's never going to have to worry about that because no one's fucking her. Okay. Okay. So why the hell is your dusty pussy ass making choices about my freshly, you know, my freshly hewed vagina? I don't understand. I don't. I want to know why men and certain women feel like they can tell other people what to do with their bodies. How are you as a whole person, as a whole woman going to sit here and tell another woman what she can and cannot do? Like, the asinineness. Of all of these bills like the the six week, must like I said most women don't even know they're pregnant at six weeks like this this whole debate bothers me to my very core and honestly the same the same Negative feeling that I got in the pit of my stomach when Trump got elected um, not even when Trump got elected when Trump was running because when Trump was running for president Even though everyone was like yeah, well, he's not gonna get in the office Yeah, he's not gonna get in the office. Like why did I have this sneaking? Feeling in the deep of my gut that he was gonna get in office and I woke up that morning and my husband told me that You know he won and I was like see I told y'all and I feel the same way with Roe v. Wade I really feel like because we have a Supreme we have a Supreme Court justice that is made up of mostly conservative justices that they are really going to repeal Roe v. Wade. And I just want y'all to realize you're not stopping abortions, you're not. You can make all the laws in the world making abortion illegal, but you're not stopping shit. Just like heroin is illegal, but people still getting high. Coke is illegal, people still getting high. Weed is illegal in some states and people still getting high in the states that it's not legal in. Okay, so that should let y'all know that one monkey ain't gonna stop no show. If y'all are going to start forcing women to um, have babies, I pro- like, I've like i literally read threads on Twitter where they talked about this, and women were saying in droves, like, if I was forced to um, have a baby, I would kill myself. So now you want women to go out here and kill themselves? You want to start hearing stories on the news, woman jumps off a building because she's pregnant. Woman abandons baby, you know, in a trash can. These are the stories you're going to start hearing. So let me give you some of the, the headlines. Woman bleeds out in alleyway from back alley abortion woman dies in hospital several women die in hospital from back alley abortions uh, baby found left in trash can baby found on the side of the road baby beaten to death like these are the stories you're going to start hearing because y'all don't seem to and this is the thing is that some men don't seem to realize not, not all men but some men and even some women like women who've never been pregnant before the emotional toll mentally that pregnancy takes on your body. It like postpartum depression is a real thing. So can you imagine being a woman forced to have a baby that you didn't want, but because abortion is now illegal, you can't have one. And you decide let's say you are you, you're not you're not like some people and you're not gonna go ahead and try to scrape it out and anything like that. All right, y'all. So, you know, took a little breather, but we're getting ready to wrap things up. But we can't wrap things up without Kevin out the Dummy of the Week Awards. The name will probably change because, you know, I'm still playing around and stuff. But, you know, I'm bipolar like that. So we're just going to go ahead and move on. Anyway, so the the dummy of the week award is memorial high school and they're in houston texas okay so and the reason why i'm giving them the dummy of the week award is because get this guys they have a thug day as part of spirit week now, hold up. I know what you're thinking. Hold up. How, what is a thug day? What is a thug day? Well, let me tell you what thug day is. Thug day is when a bunch of unseasoned chicken cutlets come to school dressed as wannabe Tupacs and wannabe biggies. Wannabe little Kims and wannabe carties. Not really wannabe carties. But you get what I'm saying. They come to school dressed as wannabe thugs. I'm talking rolls. I'm talking the fake tattoos. I'm talking the jerseys. I'm talking the little short, the big, the baggy shorts. I'm talking the chains. I'm talking to air force ones y'all I'm talking the grills y'all The fronts y'all I'm talking about they doing the poses They doing all the hood people poses too Like in the photos I seen y'all Oh my god they over here posing like low on the ground And everything I'm like where did they get This information to be able to Pull it off So Like it's just so It's just so It's so racist that it's funny like to me, it, to me, it, to me, it's funny. Like y'all are that, that racist that that's how racist they are. They don't even get how racist they are because there was a white girl who ugh, I found this on Twitter, by the way, it was a white girl who sat and posted the pictures and stuff like that. Mind you, they've been apparently doing this for years. She's got photos going back to 2015. So this is why I say that the school gets dummy of the week award because according to the school, they released a statement. And they said that this was unsanctioned because apparently the kids were going around during spirit week handing out little flyers talking about we're having like impromptu thug day. But the school claims they knew nothing about it. So this is why I say it's bullshit because how do we have photos tracing all the way back to 2015 yet y'all claiming y'all had no idea about it. So you mean to tell me Principal, Principal McCarthy, Principal Timmy. You mean to tell me that you were walking down your little hallways during Spirit Week every single year and you noticed all your little unseasoned, soggy cauliflowers dressed as wannabe thugs and you said, hmm, hmm, must be a new fashion trend, hmm. You, you tell me you had no idea? I call bullshit, I call bullshit, I call bullshit, um... Also, but it started off as, apparently it started off as Senior Swag Day. And as I said, students started making like flyers, passing them around to other students, talking about we're actually going to make it Thug Day. Um, And what's here's another add, let's add to the racism that they like to throw in. Not only are they racist toward black people, but they've also decided to be racist toward Hispanic people too. But apparently they were a little bit, that was a little bit too much because they don't do that one anymore. They used to have a day called Señoritas Day. Señoritas Day. Were girls dressed in Mexican dresses and boys dressed in ponchos and wore fake mustaches. Fake mustaches. And they would go around asking kids, hey, do you need your lawn mowed? One girl even came as an ICE board patrol agent. But but that that's not racist though, right? I forgot when white people do something racist, we supposed to forgive them and give them a piece of cake and pat them on the back and be like, oh, we know you didn't mean it. No, you did you did because it's 2019 and it's 2000 and something we have been having these conversations about um cultural appropriation they know what they did was wrong they know what they're doing is racist they knew what they were doing so i want some justice i want some detentions i want some expulsions i want i want a result because the only thing that memory high memory memorial high did was ban spirit week But they've been doing it for years, so maybe we should just ban y'all. Like, ban the school. Like, I don't... Like, you really think... This is why I say that this is why that the unseasoned, they bothered me. The unseasoned, some some of y'all sometimes bothered me because you don't seem to... Like... If you're listening to this podcast and you're unseasoned and you don't understand what cultural appropriation is or you think it's not not cultural appropriation when you wear cornrows in your head, but when I wear them in my head, I'm told I'm ghetto. That's cultural appropriation. That's simply that put. So what the white kids are doing, it is cultural appropriation because for the simple fact that I know kids that I went to school who dressed how those kids were dressing and teachers always gave them problems. Teachers always assume they stole. Teachers always assume they were lying. Teachers always assume things, negative things about those kids. I've seen the the shit end of the stick that we get while you guys get to just go play, go play dress up. My culture is not for you to just dress up in and then decide to drop it because you know, it's it's not really your thing same thing with Miley Cyrus Miley Cyrus decided that you know she was black for for what maybe what a year two years released that whole shitty ass bangers album and thought she was black uh white people said that she invented twerking with with chicken cutlets for asses and I don't know how you invent twerking when you don't even have an ass to twerk but whatever they said that she invented twerking and then she decided after the Bangers album, after she realized that white America really wasn't loving her, you know, I'm, you know, I'm fucking black dudes vibe, okay. She decided to say, hey, well, you know what, rap is very misogynistic, rap is very violent, rap is just not my speed, I do not like it. Then to only come back two years, two or three years later, because she made a country, tried to make a country album and I guess... That didn't do well. And then she tries to come back now and say, you know what? I'm going to be black again. I'm fucking black guys again, even though I'm married to a white guy. Like, it gets tiring. Like, Miley, you just suck. You just suck as an actress and a singer. That's the reason why your music isn't playing. It has nothing to do, you know, with, with, uh, you know, you hopping back and forth between styles. It's everything to do with the fact that you're a shitty-ass artist. That's everything to do with that. So... Dummy of the Week goes to Memorial High School and every single student that participated in Thug Day, I want all of you, I hope they find all of you, and I hope they send these these pictures to future employers, because at this point, it's not about, oh, they're just kids, they're just playing, they don't know any better, because you do. We grew up, we've we grown up in a climate nowadays where we've explained what cultural appropriation is. We've explained what white privilege is. We've explained it to death. And at this point, if you are choosing not to listen, well, the best way, life can be a, be- life can be a really good teacher for you guys. Because the best way for you to get it is for you to fall flat on your ass. And for you to fall flat on your ass is, from, is by me taking all of these photos and sending them to your employers. And sending them to future colleges that you apply to. And sending them and tagging you in them on your, you know, your Tinder and things profile. So all the girls can know what kind of dude or the guys can know what kind of girl they're dealing with. Like, why are we, why are we still have to have these conversations? Why are white people or white schools still acting the ass? I just, sometimes I really wonder, is America going to hell in a handbasket? Like, I really, are the end of days coming? Because I just, like, white people, I just, whew. Cool, y'all. Go ahead, give them dummy of the week. Take y'all trophy. Get on out my face. Y'all dumbasses. So this wraps up this week's episode of So Extra. Thank y'all for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Again, if you could, you know, listen. Tell your friends. Tell everybody about it. Let everybody know that I'm here. Share it. It's popping it in people's DMs. You know what I mean? Just let everybody know that your sister, that your girl got a podcast and that we trying to make it out chill. And I appreciate everyone who listened. I appreciate everyone who tuned in. I appreciate all of the love and support that I get through doing this. Um, I also want you guys to have a great rest of your week. And I also want you guys to go. And wait, because her album drops in a few hours. It's *Meg The Stallion's Fever*, you know. And um, I'm posting this on Friday, so obviously the the her album fever will be out when I post this. So, as I said. Um, I'm already putting myself in in the headspace that it's going to be great. It's going to be amazing. She's going to come through and tell us that she's here. Alright? Hotties, you heard what I said. We gonna be outside all summer bumping Meg, bumping our bitch, bumping that bitch. That's what we gonna be doing. Okay. So, also, I'm gonna give me... I need to get... I just need to say this because now I really want to, like, play her music while I'm talking in the background. Like, uh, for my podcast and stuff. So, I didn't really need to get Spotify. um, Because, like... With the host, the platform that I'm on, um, you can like use Spotify music and upload it up there. So I need to get a Spotify so I can, you know, upload Meg the Stallion's thing on there. So like, you know, next week we can just be bumping it together, guys. And we'll be talking about the songs and stuff. But, you know, I got to wait till I get a little bit more money for that. Because, you know, Spotify costs money, all right? And, you know, my money currently goes to formula and clothes and diapers and wipes, all right? So I'm just going to tell, I just want to sign off by saying every woman out here, I advise us now since, you know, it really seems like they gearing up to take away our rights. I advise all of you to go download a period tracker app so then um, you can keep track of your periods. It also tells you usually um, based off of when your periods come, like a guesstimation of when you'd be ovulating. I used it. Um religiously when me and my husband first got together uh and it worked I'm telling you if you follow if you follow these rules if you follow it and you um put in the information when you're supposed to uh so you know if you don't remember when you got your last period wait until you get your period this time and then then start using the app and put it in there if you already know when you got your last period and when it ended you go ahead and put that in there and everything and then it will tell you like based off of that when you ovulate, you know, when's your fertile window, all that sort of stuff. So then you, we can take our uh, reproductive rights into our own hands because that's really all I, the only advice that I can really give besides birth control. But again, as I said, uh, if, as I said, birth control is an option, condoms are another option. Safe sex, ladies, safe sex. And as I said, I don't want you to feel like I'm blaming you because I fully understand that it is the man it's men who we need to be, you know, banning, you know, men and masturbation. We need to be telling men they need to get vasectomies, and if they really want children, then you know they can get it reversed because you can reverse a vasectomy. That's how that's how I'm ready to be at this point because you know we really blaming women for something that a man does. You know, I, I my body just responds to what the man does. Like the man is the one who put this, who fertilized this egg. I did not want it to be fertilized, but you know what? We're I'm supposed to be wrapping up the show. I'm sorry y'all have a great week have a great weekend get lit but do it safely and don't do anything i wouldn't do which pretty much means you can do whatever you want except meth and heroin all righty have a great time love y'all i realized i left off crack too um yeah all of that so don't do anything i wouldn't do which is very very hard drugs like meth heroin and crack um also Make sure if you're going to, you know, have sex this weekend on Friday night, guys, make sure you have consent. All right. Drunk women can't consent to sex. Women, same thing. If you drunk, your drunk ass can't consent to sex. So I wouldn't be having it if you're drunk. Um, Yeah. Stay safe. Partied up, guys. Just wanted to come back and say that so nobody would think I was a crackhead because I don't. I'm not a crackhead. I'm good. All right. Bye.